to Just One Guy's Liberty Series. And I'm Just One Guy, J.G. Franklin, and this is episode four. I'd like to start with another quote. Thomas Sowell has said, we seem to be getting closer and closer to a situation where nobody is responsible for what they did, but we are all responsible for what somebody else did. I mentioned in episode three, uh, and I've harped on it before, about you know principles and this idea of personal responsibility and accountability, and that liberty-minded people would never want or expect someone else to be responsible for them, right? Um, it goes back to this idea of selfishness, right? As I might not have clearly explained, so that's kind of why I'm bringing it back up again. As I mentioned, there are two forms of selfishness. There's the selfishness that everybody focuses on, which is this all about, oh, he's very selfish, he only thinks about himself, blah, 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 me, 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 this type of thing, which, okay, certainly is bad. But there's another form of selfishness, which is inherent in the live and let live principle and this idea of, you know, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you, the non-aggression principle, whatever, what have you, rather. Um, and this idea of, you know, that is inherent in my liberty uh, vision. Um, this idea that, no, 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 I am truly thinking of myself, right? I'm thinking of myself first, but I'm doing so in such a way that I am making sure that I am not burdening anybody else with what I should be responsible for, taking care of myself, providing for my family. Obviously, as I mentioned again in uh, episode three, this idea of no man is an island unto himself, obviously we must interact. So there are going to be situations time and time again, every day at some point, right, where I'm going to need something you have and you're going to need something I have. But that's precisely where, uh, you know, capitalism, true free market capitalism, not crony capitalism, which is what we have today, but this true idea of capitalism, um, of providing value to each other and therefore making each of us better off. That's a fundamental principle. That's why capitalism is the only um, means and the only framework and construction that has proven to work throughout history, right? And it's irrelevant how you feel about that. I mean, we can all agree, I feel that crony capitalism is horrible, right? This idea of protectionism, uh, which I guess was first maybe uh, summed up uh, by Adam Smith in 1780-something, in his um, Wealth of Nations, I believe, this idea of mercantilism, um, which is you know protectionism by the government. The problem is not capitalism. The problem is when individual businesses or individuals who have businesses and then their businesses get into bed with government at any level, whether it's city, state, federal, whatever. That is a fundamental problem. That is what has led us down this road to the pendulum paradigm. And this, again, as I keep harping on, just, just goes back and forth. It's exactly that. It's exactly what it says. It's a pendulum, you know, going back from one way to the other way, left to right, blah, blah, blah. Right? And, and, and it's all, again, based on the fact that people are not focusing on real principles and that principles are everything. Okay? So back to this, you know, this idea of selfishness. Okay, well, the correct form of selfishness is very much liberty-minded. This idea of, look, I, I want to look after myself, but I want to provide you with something too, because if I help you, you will help me. It's very reciprocal, 
I don't understand why this is such a hard concept for people to understand. It's selfish, but in the least selfish way. It's not selfish because A, I'm taking care of myself, I'm not making anybody else responsible for myself, and B, I'm helping others by doing so. Again, liberty is the love of others, right? This idea of you know, controlling people is the love of yourself. You know, love of power is the love of yourself. Okay, we need, to get, we need to get past this. I just don't understand how people can't see that this is a fundamental objective truth, right? It's, it's something I'm very much trying to teach my daughter. I have a nine-year-old daughter, I'm a father, uh, and every day I feel like a complete failure. Uh, the fact that my marriage has gone down the tubes uh, does not help. Um, of course, I'm partly to blame for that, obviously. Um, but I do believe uh, the largest problem and the, and the most difficult obstacle in, in teaching my daughter the correct principles is the fact that my wife is a statist, a complete statist. She believes, you know, hook, line, and sinker, everything that the government tells her no matter what. Right? She refuses to uh, look at any alternative data, uh, any objective reality. It's simply, no, 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 the government says they would never do anything against us, blah, blah, blah. And of course, me being a more principled person who absolutely believes that there are fundamental universal principles that are indisputable, obviously we've come to an impasse. And um, so the last year <laughs> of this, especially you know, made worse, of course, by this pandemic, uh, because, you know, supposedly I showed my true colors, which I, I don't agree with at all. I've always been this uh, type of liberty-minded person, you know, focused on objective reality principles, you know, um, the fact that we all need to get down to a negotiable level where, where we can, you know, think of, you know, think of ourselves, but in such a way as, you know, thinking of others, right, to communicate that and, and to work together in a voluntary way. Whereas my, uh, and she's my second wife, um, is very much like my ex-wife, my first wife, uh, you know, no, it's my way or the highway. And what's worse is she's passively aggressive about it. Right? Now, passive aggressivity has aggressive in the name. So if she's passive aggressive, which she indeed is, then she is aggressing against me. And a fundamental thing she seems to, to fail to understand, and which someone pointed out to me, uh, in the past was that um, I do owe her a substantial amount of money, right? So when we met and got married, uh, she paid off, you know, some loans and, you know, things like that. I was in the midst of a divorce. We met at the same the same year where I finalized my divorce from my uh, first and ex-wife. Um, and so obviously I, I've never denied that I owe her money. I absolutely intend to pay her back. I, I'm definitely trying to find a way to do that, especially now because I would like to, you know, divorce her as well. Uh, but I certainly want to pay her back um, because objectively I understand that she did a lot for me and I, I really appreciate that. I've, I've always said that to everybody. Um, just like I can appreciate the fact that my ex-wife, um, you know, I brought her from South Korea uh, and I lived up to all the promises I made her, her mother, right? And, and within five years we had our own house, you know, she completed college. Um, she joined the Navy, her choice, not mine. Uh, and I supported her you know, in that decision, although I disagree with her assessment that no, 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 she did it for me or did it for us. No, I, I don't believe that. Just my, my you know, current wife says that no, 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 everything I do, I do for us. No, 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 you don't. You do it for you, right? Um, you might believe you're doing it for us, right? But you use it as a means to control and manipulate. 
Like that's precisely what the government does. Right? They propose this idea of, no, 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 this is for your own good. Right? This is for, for you to benefit. Right? It, it never works out that way. It never works out that way. History proves that is never the case. Right? And so I just don't believe. There's no reason to believe any of these people. I don't believe any politician. Um, even if we were, we were in an ideal situation, in an ideal situation in liberty, which I hope to be part of bringing about in the, in the future, um, I would never trust anybody in office. Right? The way I would structure the setup is very much this idea of, every, of course, every citizen in liberty would participate. Let's, let's say from an arbitrary age of 16 until you know, you're 90, you have an obligation to be, um, put your, you know, your ID number in a raffle and, and you have the obligation of serving at least two years in government, let's say four years maybe, and it's, it's a sortition. Right? It's, um, oh, okay, your name's in the hat, you're drawn, you now have an obligation to leave whatever you're doing, come to the Capitol, right? And the way I would set it up is such that government is very much like a prison, right? They have no privileges, uh, sorry, they certainly have no rights. They have very few privileges, let, let me just clarify, they have very few privileges, if any. Um, certainly a low pay, right? There's, there's no reason for them to be paid a lot. Um, this is a duty, something they're supposed to be doing, and every citizen would have to participate in this within their lifetime, right? And it would be very much of, okay, if any person in government at the time that they're in government is ever found guilty through due process, right? I believe in due process, absolutely. You're innocent until proven guilty um, for citizens. However, I would structure the framework of the government. Once you're in government, you are now guilty until proven innocent because I want them to have the fear of God of being punished for whatever they do, right? Now, once they leave their, you know, obligatory service uh, in government, now, now they're citizens and now they're absolutely innocent until proven guilty. But I would very much frame it that way, right? It would be set up to where, you know, absolutely they have checks and balances. Everything would be, you know, with technology nowadays, everything would be filmed, recorded, every audio, every conversation, um, you know, whatever, within the capital, let's say. Outside the capital, no. That's very much free. Citizens, you know, have private property. They're private homes. I would very much respect all of that. Um, but yeah, it's 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 something that um, I really believe we need to have an open discussion about how to get that started. As I mentioned, you know, freesociety.com, I think is a very good idea. I, d I did want to mention there was an effort I saw an article on um, from blockchains. Dot LLC, I believe, where they bought apparently 670,000 acres or something. Um, and uh, they wanted to, you know, possibly turn this into the first blockchain city. Okay, well, that's, that's a very neat idea. Um, again, what I'm talking about is very much going beyond that. Um, you know, I'm very much uh, espousing secession, a, a completely new nation, right? Now, this you know, proposed city could be like that. Freesociety.com is talking about that. Um, and that's, I think, what, you know, what we need to work towards. Um, because as I'm living in my life, and what, what I would hope that my daughter learns is that, again, there are fundamental universal principles. You can't deny them. And my wife, unfortunately, would like to, you know, subscribe to the fact that, you know, she wants the truth on her side, always. She wants the truth on her side. It's not always on her side, but that's, that's irrelevant, right? Because she wants it on her side, it's on her side. 
It doesn't matter that the objective reality is that at some point she's wrong. Okay. Now, am I obviously at some point wrong? Absolutely, sure. I'm by no means infallible. Am I to blame for a certain part of our uh, acrimonious relationship? Absolutely. And I've said that from the very beginning. But this is what people need to understand. And I use my marriage simply as an example, right? Because I'm trying to teach my daughter this idea of people need to understand there are fundamental universal principles you cannot dispute. Once we get down to that level, then we can have a dialogue. Two people can have a dialogue, not talking at cross purposes, because my wife and I are talking at cross purposes. And what frustrates me the most is simply that she refuses to acknowledge that that's the case. She calls me selfish. Okay, yes, I'm being selfish. I'm trying to be selfish in the correct way. She, unfortunately, is being selfish in the absolutely wrong way. Okay, this is what all uh, collectivists are. And collectivism includes, you know, socialism, communism, fascism, blah, blah, blah. It's all BS, right? It completely denies objective reality that there are some universal principles that must be respected for everybody right out of the gate. That rights are rights, privileges are privileges, and they're not the same. All right, if anything that I have said has piqued your interest, please feel free to visit my website at www.libertytheseries.wixsite.com forward slash Liberty the Series. That's www.libertytheseries.wixsite.com forward slash Liberty the Series. Thank you and best wishes. Thank you.